This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, the modern day couple referred to as the millennial Bonnie and Clyde killers have finally been caught. And now Oliver Carafa and Lucy Lee both who took off to Hungary face extradition back to this country. And the couple have been on the run for four months after the first degree murder of Tyler Pratt, who was found gunned down in an industrial area of Stony Creek and the attempt murder of another woman who was also found at the scene. And the couple, both suspects in this case are known as social media influencers took off almost immediately to Eastern Europe, where they seem to have been enjoying the high life in Slovakia than the Czech Republic before ending up in Budapest, where they have been enjoying clubbing and shopping and posting endless selfies. All the while, they seemed oblivious to the bounty hunters watching their every move, who then moved in to arrest them. Dr. Christopher Jano is a practicing international criminal law in Budapest for the past 25 years, but he's also originally from Toronto. So you know both areas uh, very well. It's good to have you with us. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show. So these two now sit in a Hungarian prison. I can't imagine that's a pleasant experience. It'd be a far, far cry from what they're used to. And I would think maybe to them, their biggest punishment is not having their social media, but certainly, you know, a bit of a cold uh, reality for them. I would certainly say that uh, undoubtedly it is a reality check. Um, there is no Wi-Fi in prisons. I think that's something which has been lodged as a complaint against the prison system. But uh, um, <laughs> that is that is essentially uh, one of the biggest depredations for people, especially in modern life. You know, we're used to having our telephones with us, social media, uh, tablets, computers. Uh, we're completely connected, and when one is uh, apprehended and placed into custody, then all of a sudden they're cut off from the world, and uh, I think their world becomes a very quiet place. Yeah. I would think so. Um, he, Oliver Carafa, is a dual citizen. Uh, so he's Canadian and Slovakia. And that's where they that's where they seem to have stopped first. Was his his mistake leaving that that country? Well, if he is a dual citizen of Slovakia, generally speaking, in extraditionary matters, uh, a country will not extradite its own citizens unless they are also a citizen of another country. So um, I would not particularly be sure whether just the fact that he's a Slovak citizen, and if he would have been caught or apprehended in Slovakia, that doesn't really guarantee him to get out of a jail-free card because he's also a citizen of Canada, if I understand properly. Right. And so what's the extradition process? I mean, there are extraditions like we see uh, with the battle over Meng Wanzhou uh, between China, the United right. States, and Canada. But Hungary, as I understand, you know, has similar laws to this country. So it should, unless there's some kind of political issue, be right. straight up and down and back in a few weeks? Well, I mean, essentially, when you look at extradition, uh, the first thing that you need to keep in mind is the principle of dual criminality. Mm-hmm. So that is that is the, the most basic criteria that in order for a country to consider the extradition uh, of a national, or rather of a third country national in this case, because Hungary also has a different set of rules for European Union extraditions, um, but dual criminality is uh, the number one criteria. Now, uh, 
murder, or I think it's murder one, as it's referred to mm -hmm. in Canada, is also punishable uh, in Hungary. Therefore, there's no contest or no question. And the other uh, criteria or sub-criteria is that it must be punishable in the requesting country, which in this case is Canada, by at least two years. Now, I'm assuming I've not, uh, not, not read the uh, Canadian Criminal Code in quite some time, but uh, on the basis of uh, the information that has gone out, uh, into the public domain, uh, we are probably looking at a charge which is substantially higher than two years. Therefore, yes. um, the Hungarian courts at this point, and this is something which tends to confuse certain people, is they think that the court here in Hungary, which is acting as an extradition court, will actually judge the matter. They will not. Uh, the Hungarian court at this point has to examine whether the criteria for extradition is met. Now, the other um, perhaps uh, strange or somewhat peculiar thing about extraditionary hearings is that this is, in fact, a hybrid process, where on the one hand, you have the courts, which will decide whether the person is extraditable, mm -hmm. uh, whereas the actual handing over or the actual extradition is the decision of the executive, the Minister of Justice, in our case. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so... It's interesting because they were they were caught in Budapest and this is a, a ritzy club district. And it sounds like they were just having a great time because there's this is a place where there's no last call. You get people coming in from all over Europe. They can party all hours of the night. But right. all the while they were being watched closely by bounty hunters. Were they just constantly putting themselves on social media and checking in? I mean, was that their downfall, their their narcissism, so to speak? Well, I mean, I don't know them personally, so uh, I can't really comment on their on their psychological profile, whether they're narcissists or not. But I think undoubtedly, uh, in this day and age, when you have um, social media being something extremely important to a lot of people, uh, if you really want to disappear, you have to go off the grid. Right. That fundamentally, social media, cell phone tracking, uh, uh, what is it, uh, cell phone uh, SIM card numbers can also be uh, traced. I mean, artificial intelligence, I think, is quite often to the help of, uh, of well, bounty hunters makes it sound a bit, uh, makes it mm -hmm. romantic. But in fact, this is a division of the Hungarian police, uh, which are specialized in finding people who are, who are wanted. Right. Um, they're, they're extremely efficient. Um, it's um, actually usually an unpleasant surprise because some people assume that, you know, you come to Eastern Europe. Uh, this is still sort of the old style Soviet era. I mean, no, 30 years have passed and uh, a lot of things are, are very much on track with, uh, with modern times. Now, her uh, mother, Lucy Lee, is, is pretty high profile in this country, very well connected politically, lots of money, um, you know, whether or not uh, she brings her home and helps her out with her defense uh, is one thing. But Oliver Carafa is Slovakian. Could he possibly, um, you know, get himself sent to Slovakia and go through that court system? Or is this a, a, a situation where happened on Canadian soil? He is the accused in this matter. Therefore, he has to come back to Canada. Right. Well, generally speaking, uh, it is always the authorities of the country where the crime happens that will have jurisdiction uh, to conduct, well, the investigation, to prosecute, and then ultimately to have them judged. Um, Slovakia, even though he's a citizen of Slovakia, they would, uh, I highly doubt that there would be any legal rationale in Slovakia actually requesting that the case be handed over to Slovakia, because uh, aside from him being a Slovak citizen, um, he had for date, they have no connection to this matter. Furthermore, it's right. mind that he's also a Canadian citizen, so he can't, he can't, uh, most likely he cannot, you know, he cannot escape through that. Venue. But at this point, he is in Hungary, and Hungary and Slovakia, although they're bordering countries, they're neighboring countries, uh, it's, it's a different jurisdiction altogether. 
Now, they were caught in Budapest, so they're in a Hungarian prison at this point, and I'm not sure if you've been inside of one. I wouldn't really want to be in any prison, but if I were to go to prison, I'd probably prefer a Canadian prison, uh, as I've <laughs> the rest of them don't look all that friendly and nice. Um, what are the conditions that they would be under, and would they have any kind of communication between the two of them, or would they be separate? Well, I think I think the prison circumstances in themselves is one thing, but uh, generally what can uh, what can be uh, quite difficult is the company that one will hold in prison or that one will be obliged to hold in prison. Uh, I mean, generally speaking, uh, it's not exactly a peaceful group of uh, of, of intellectuals sitting around uh, a chai latte having a chat about uh, philosophy, but it's it's pretty rough people who are in there. Um, just the rule of thumb basically is is that following their arrest under Hungarian law, a judge has to see them within seventy two hours and make a decision. On their circumstances. Uh, so they were, I believe, apprehended on the basis of news reports that I read on Saturday mm -hmm. and passed before a judge yesterday. So at this point, uh, just one small point that I can add in the whole process of extradition is that the people who are in front of the court, rather the so the the, the apprehendees, if that's a, a proper term in English, mm -hmm. they do have an option, which is basically to shortcut the whole matter. And to basically say, okay, I'm not going to contest the extradition. I'm willing to give myself up to the authorities of the requesting country, which in this case are, are the Canadian authorities. And in this case, they would basically conclude the matter and the Canadian authorities have 30 days to present the formal extradition request. Because I mean, up until this point, all they have is an international arrest warrant, which does have some information and it's enough to apprehend somebody. But if it's a matter of actually extraditing somebody from Hungary, Back to Canada in this case, the Canadian government will have to present a formal extradition request and also make the arrangements logistics wise uh, for her to be sent home. Now, whether this is her flying to Canada or him or her flying to Canada uh, with, um, with, uh, with Hungarian authorities or whether the Canadian uh, police authorities would send somebody to Hungary is more just a matter of logistics, which will be agreed to between the two governments. So that's option number one is uh, they would, uh, he or she would basically say, okay, I'm not going to contest this. Uh, then option number two is that they do contest it and they say, well, no, I don't want to be sent back to Canada because I'm not guilty of this or I have nothing to do with it or there's a whole different situation. And in that case, they will be remanded in custody, uh, but this will essentially continue until the court goes through the formal proceedings of requesting the formal um, extradition documents from Canada. And that would basically mean that they could, they could easily spend a few more months here. Jeez. Well, it's a fascinating case and no question. It's very high profile here. Just sim simply based on the glamour or the good looks of this couple and the fact that, um, sure. you know, who she is and her mother is. And so no question, I think the Canadian officials, I would think, are probably working on um, paperwork as we speak or have already done so. But we'll, we'll stay tuned to it. But you've given us some really great insight into this. And I appreciate your time. Okay. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you very much. That is uh, Dr. Christopher Ajena, who uh, joins us on this matter, and we'll uh, continue to watch and see what happens. Either which way, um, some kind of conclusion anyway in this latest chapter of uh, what has been nothing short of uh, interesting, to say the least.